McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust in Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable-sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter, designed with North American bands in mind providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics, and strong, clear projection. Elevation Channers, along with Channer Reeds from Adrian Melvin, provide a stable platform for a thick band sound without big overhauls. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Channerant Podcast. My name is Josh. With me today, two podcasting, bagpipe podcasting legends. We got uh, the man, the myth himself, uh, Big Rab from the Big hey, Rab Josh. Show. How's it going? Are you getting well, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, and of course, we have our good friend Jimbo from the Droning On podcast, which we talk about on our show fairly frequently. Hi, Jim. Woo! Hello. Uh, for the sake of consistency, we will change my name to Little Jim. Little Jim. Okay, perfect. Big Rab, All right. and Little, <laughs> Big Rab Little Jim, and I will be uh, average sized Josh. You read Perfectly into that. Average Josh. <laughs> you read into that however you may. That's uh, it's entirely up to y'all. But uh, yeah, I'm some of you the shortest out of all of you though. Like Josh, you're like seven foot tall, aren't you? And yeah, I'm a tall boy. Jim, you're about six, aren't you? I doubt that's the reading into it that anybody's doing right now, though, Rab, so I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I do remember when I was uh, over in the UK having to duck through a lot of doors. <laughs> but then again, of all the bands, of all the bands I play with, I end up playing with Bally Breast, uh Jason Black, uh, you know, Jason Rab, he was, he was the mm-hmm. pipe major at the time, and that dude's even taller than me. That dude's definitely like seven feet tall. He's a big fella, yeah. But some mm-hmm. of you will notice that our uh, good bearded friend, Mr. Andy Fusco, is not with us here today. Um, he is not feeling well. So uh, we wish him a speedy recovery because I have to play a gig with him this weekend. So hopefully he's not hacking up a lung mid-bagpiping. And well, he's probably, he'll probably... Uh, I'm, I'm out of here. If Andy's not coming on the show, I'm leaving. Oh, that's what that's <laughs> going to be the uh, best episode ever, right? We got no uh, no Fusco. I'm just kidding. He's probably in the chat right now. But uh, yeah, welcome everyone to Channerant Podcast. If you didn't know, this is an explicit show, so you have five seconds to listen to something else. That's five, four, three, two, one. Rab, you never get to do it on your show. You want to you wanna take the honor? Oh, please, yes. <clears throat> right. La, 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 la. Fuck! <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yes. uh, I wanted to apologize too. You, I was uh, catching up on your show and I caught that voicemail I sent you the other day, and I was like, "Oh man, I really do say fuck too much." That was a lot, man. That, I, that took me longer to edit your voicemail than it did the whole pissing show. <laughs> yeah, Rap and I are now in an exclusive club of people who have had to edit anything from Josh. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's no easy it's fun, task, isn't it? <laughs> Jim, yeah. Jim can attest too. I remember what I did droning on, and I was like, "I'm gonna do my best, but I'm also gonna." You fail. did try. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely did. I can tell you're holding back sometimes for sure. I like sitting there and I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm just speaking a little bit slower because I'm like, I'm like, okay, how do I not say fuck, cunt, piss, shit, ass, like any of that stuff? Right. 
in the middle when, of when Jim's on, show. When you come on droning on, I need you to imagine that you're talking to your to your girlfriend's grandmother, please. Oh, perfect. That's, that's about the level that I'm looking so for. So I'll open up with, rotten hell, you old bitch. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure her. I, I, don't, I don't think I've met her grandmother, but I'm sure she's a lovely lady. If she's still alive. Mm-hmm. I should probably ch- I should probably know that. <laughs> that's probably one of those things I should check into. Um, <laughs> listeners can review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, please throw a review towards our guests today, too, uh, on both of their shows. You got the Big Grab Show. Um, he's had plenty of hate mail lately, so he could, he could use some positive yeah. vibes. <laughs> and then somebody left a shitty review on, James, on Jim's show, then there's only like two reviews, so it's like 50% bad now. <laughs> like, what's that about? Like, though, yeah. Though, though I will uh, say, I will say this the person who left the negative review also mentioned in the negative review that they have listened to at least 10 episodes. And so there's part of me that's like, hey. I got someone. To I've got to my. Episode. I've got my biggest fan, right. and they think I'm shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, oh no! Uh, I highly encourage you to listen to both these programs. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some some behind the scenes of bagpipe podcasting today, since I got both these gentlemen on. Uh, you can send us emails and voicemails. Uh, you can send rab pictures of your butt to bigrabshow at gmail or you can send. Uh, compliments and pictures of uh, naked ladies to chanaran at gmail.com so there you go butthole pics to rab uh <laughs> naked lady pics chanarant and uh i don't know beer recommendations to jim maybe he did yeah, get sure, some butthole sure. pics though so that's your fault man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that butthole butthole thing yeah we don't know that you know for sure, was those, at those it. might have been coming anyway those might have come no matter what i, that's tr- know, that's I know i know yeah. i know nothing about what you speak of mr mr lennox uh, i plead the fifth um that uh, i'm not going to self-incriminate at least i could tell you that none of them were mine so I'm sure it was all just Rob McCallum <laughs> and Eric Evanhouse sending you butthole pics. Uh, check out the Chanterant yeah. store at Chanterant.com. Become a patron. This live stream brought to you by our patrons, patreon.com slash Chanterant. <sighs> invite. Share with your friends. We, I mean, we only got to make seven more of these. So, you know, you might as well enjoy them. There you go. Gentlemen, how are you all doing? Rab, you're prepping for uh, a show tomorrow. I am. Yeah, it's the Mid-Ulster Championships uh, tomorrow when we're recording this in uh, Cookstown. Um, so you would know Cookstown well, wouldn't you? It's a one-road town, man, but uh, it's quite lovely. Uh, pop Pretty in much. pop in and get a beer at the uh, at the Belfast house. It was the only place that I could get Wi-Fi oh. in the whole fucking place. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably where we'll have to go to upload stuff. I literally, um, I was working remote at the time because I had a couple clients... Uh, and like nobody knew that I was out of the country. They were just like, man, it's weird. I'm getting like I'm getting stuff really fucking early in the morning from Josh. Mm. And so I have to go to the Belfast house. Then there was like one booth, like in the raised part in the back corner where I could get like almost one G of it. <laughs> I know that too. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there like <laughs> editing videos and drinking a beer and like drinking my, my beer and my whiskey and like just working and working and working. And they're like, what the fuck? Like you're coming in here every day. And I was like, I got to work. And if I'm at a bar <laughs> taking up your Wi-Fi and your seats, I might as well have a couple pints while I'm at it. There you go. Yeah. A so person and sticking out. So that'll be us tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, man. So where do they hold the event in Cookstown? Is it like just in on the back Cookstown of somebody's fucking farm or something? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in a high school where there's like playing fields and stuff. It's a big wide open space. So plenty of bands. Um so yeah, looking forward to it because uh, a lot of bands are taking the opportunity to get a bit of a practice run out 
because the following week then is the next major and there's quite a few bands entered for that. So we're starting to see numbers increase now. As the season progresses, there's more and more bands who are now ready to hit the field. So looking forward to Saturday. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and so from some of the videos I saw people were posting from uh, Banger, it looks like bands did not take a lot of time off. Or did they just get their shit together very no. quickly? I think it's a combination of both. You know, people were just mad keen to get back. And as soon as they were able to, they just started practicing like crazy. You know, like I've heard some bands were practicing every night of the week. Damn. <laughs> you know? Which was nuts. Um, you know, and even especially some of the top flight guys, like I heard FM were putting in like three, four hours per night, every night, you know. Uh, so they're putting in a serious amount of work. So it showed, you know, the band sounded amazing and fair play to them. Either that or they just really don't like their families. And well, and, it could be that well, too. You just want to get out of the house. <laughs> after, after spending a lot of time shut in with them, maybe everyone's yeah, just really yeah, excited to go anywhere yeah. else. They're like, I'm, I'm off to the band hall. You were just there yesterday. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> See you later. Uh, so uh, what's what's the plan for coverage on the ground here, Rab? I know that uh, I've, I've been catching up on the show. Mm-hmm. I know that you got some flack for the Big Grab Show TV thing, which I thought was swinging for the fences, man. I mean, that thing, it's going to be good. It's just, you know, it fucked up the first time. That's okay. That's it. Yeah. We tried and we failed dismally, but we tried. There's also you know, nothing that you and your team can uh, do about <clears throat> actually having cell and internet service in an area like (laughs) you're gonna have and you're gonna have shilla day like up a fucking telephone wire with a hard hat like (laughs) trying to wire in a satellite or something yeah oh it's crazy uh so i don't know unless we get a full bbc satellite truck to follow us around you know them we're kind of stuck with what we can do so yeah the plan is you know we're gonna do a combination of both pre-recorded and live if we can um, so we did a bit of a show there last night covering the Costa Mesa games. That was all pre-recorded. Shout out to Eric Evanhouse. Filmed it for us. Legend. Um, and that seemed to work pretty well, you know, uh, clipping between the videos and that. The quality was good. So that may well be the way forward for us in the future. But uh, I guess it's something we're just going to continue tweaking at, try and get it to work. Yeah, so I haven't caught up on the Costa Mesa coverage, but it does kind of bring up an idea that, um, I've also thought about on our end of like, hey, how do we get a crew of people across the world, basically, that are at these events mm. to put their phone on a tripod and then, you know, airdrop the files to Google Drive so we could use them for shit. That's it. That's exactly what Rabshow TV is. Yeah, we're trying to capture as many competitions internationally, like you say, you know, not just here in the UK, but also US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, wherever. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to capture more in the future. Yeah. Well, shout out to uh, Eric Evanhouse, not only for capturing some video on the ground, um, but for, you know, showing up, crushing with the band. Uh, Also, uh, keeping people from dying on the highway in the middle of nowhere. Uh, I don't know if you guys. That's an incredible story. I don't know if you guys saw that post, but uh, a lot of the Wasatch contingent was on their way to the event, came across a gnarly accident and uh, were able to Mm. render aid until, you know, ambulance and fire and stuff got there. So good on you guys. Uh, Stop. Absolutely. Stop and help people out, especially if you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, like anywhere in Nevada or Utah. (laughs) If you're in Nevada and Utah, (laughs) guess what? You come across an accident, like it's going to be a while before EMS gets there. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You're you're their only hope unless the coyotes know first aid. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a whole it's a whole lot of nothing out there. I remember um, kind of tying it into uh, Cookstown 
because the reason that we ended up there was a, a group of people from Valley Breeze came to Vegas and hit us up and they're like, hey, like we want to yeah. come crash a practice and hang out with you guys and we'll go get drinks and whatever. We're like, yeah, cool. And like we hit it off. So like, yeah, we'll come play with you guys. But they were so funny because I think they were in Vegas for like three or four days. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, we really want to see um, like Reno. Like, can we can we check out Reno while we're in Nevada? Like, <laughs> like, is it about an hour away? And I'm like, it's about an hour and away by airplane. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like driving from one end of the UK to the other. Yeah, yeah. They're they're like, well, oh, like, well, how yeah. long would it take us to drive there? I'm like, about seven and a half hours, like easily. It's fucking far. Wow. Go through Death Valley and see a whole lot of cool nothing. Yeah, and it's like oh, it's always explaining to people. I'm like, okay, so you take a state like Nevada or Utah, and you take the entire United Kingdom, Scotland and Ireland included, and you can put about two or three of them in there, and all that is just empty. There's just nothing out there. <laughs> Although Australia's got no. it even worse than us, man. Australia's freaking huge amounts of nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's something that folks here take for granted about how close everything is. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, like, we think, oh, an hour's journey to band practice. Oh, that's terrible. That's so far. Oh, my God. How'd you survive? But you guys have to jump on airplanes to go to band practice. Yeah, it's you know crazy. I mean? It's crazy to us. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny. One of the things I love about Cookstown is, especially if you're in Northern Ireland, it's kind of mm-hmm. in the middle of everything. So you could do it a is. lot of day trips to like see different places and stuff. And it was always just like, oh, like where are we going to go? It's like, oh, we're going to pop up to Belfast, like, you know, hang out for the day. Oh, OK. How far is that? It's like, eh, it's about a half hour away. About half, yeah, about half an hour away. But everything's <laughs> everything's about a half hour away. I'm like, oh, sweet, man. Like, <laughs> that's fucking yeah. convenient. Uh, that's perfect. So uh, you're prepping. <laughs> you're prepping for tomorrow. You got your cameras charging. You're ready to rock. Um, all sitting charging battery packs, all of that, all sitting here. Yeah. Plugged in. So what's the logistics look like? Are you going to be on the ground tomorrow or are you going to be running from the studio? Uh, I am going to be on the ground because I have to double job. I am also capturing stuff for the BBC. Ah, lovely. So I'm going to be rap show stuff, podcast stuff, BBC stuff, live stream, video, blah, blah, blah. Everything that I can try and capture, it'll be fun. Uh, so it'll be me. I think Andrew will be there as well. Uh, maybe one other on the team. Because uh, what we try to get now, I don't know if you've seen it from Banger, but we caught the competition in the circle. That's one thing, and it's okay. Yeah. You could see competing bands. But Andrew then filmed the folks in the final tuning, and that video seemed to be really popular. That's really you cool. Know, folks tuning up, stressing out over chanters. That's where the action is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, for sure. Um, I'd want to see that for sure, yeah. Yeah. So Andrew caught a little bit of a video at Banger, and see, everyone seemed to love it. And so we're hoping to do something similar again then for Cookstown. So that's the plan. That's cool. So, uh, Jim, where have you gotten out to lately? Yeah. I went to Scottsdale a couple weeks ago. Ooh, for an event nice. or just just uh, just for shits and just giggles? Just for work. Yeah. You got any events coming up that you're going to try to hit? Oh, we got our local games starting up here. We'll have the Salt Lake games here pretty soon, and then uh, Payson um, thereafter. I probably won't go any further than that this year, though. Yeah, Salt Lake's a fun one. I I've, I hear great things, and I, I haven't been up there. The last time I went to the Salt Lake event was probably 2006, maybe. I was mm-hmm. a kid. Wow. There you yeah, go. I have heard about Salt Lake. You, were you 15, 16 years old then? Yeah, probably, because I remember it was still dry. Yeah. It was a it was a it was a dry games and so you'd be walking around the tents and everyone oh, would be like I see what you mean yeah people would be like handing around that. their flasks and like uh, I, I remember one group had one of their drum cases they uh, managed to hide a keg in it 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, that, okay. that has been blamed. I've heard that blamed as like the reason why Utah has had such a such a uh, tribal mentality between pipe bands in the past is that we haven't been allowed to have a beer tent. Uh, I, I could see that, yeah, because uh, I mean, the beer tents where all the all the sesh goes. That's when you get to, get to hang out after you compete and you know make friends. Right. That's it. Yeah. I tried. I tried once a few years ago to set up a popsicle tent, but it just doesn't have the same draw. <laughs> it doesn't have the same effect. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> depending on the weather, some of those pipers, uh, depending on how hot it is, some of those pipers might be using the popsicles in other ways. Or lower the old <laughs> core enough. temp down a bit, you know. Yeah. Rab, do, do so a lot of people show popsicles up their do... ass at the, uh, your events, or no? Oh, not nah, can't say we've ever tried that. It's freaking <laughs> cold enough without that. Yeah. <laughs> But would there be many bands compete at Salt Lake? I have heard reports about it. It's, you know, it's quite a good comp. Is there many bands at it? Yeah, I mean, even if you've only got the local bands, you're going to have a half dozen. So then if we get a few more coming in from, from the surrounding states, yeah, you end up with, with plenty to fill a couple days for sure. That's a big thing, oh, too. Cool. It's just it's a bit of a scoot. I mean, even even from here, it's, I mean, you're looking at a good eight hours, eight, nine hours. Uh, that That is the hard thing. So I say surrounding states, you know, that means we can maybe pull a band or two each from like Colorado, maybe Nevada, mm-hmm. Arizona, sometimes a band or two from California. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. So it's definitely worth a trip because Salt Lake rocks. They get, they get uh, so. Mormon country gets a bad rap, but Salt Lake doesn't really count, man. Salt Lake's just a city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lo- locally we know that it's like it's like Babylon. Like Salt Lake is the is the dirty place in the middle, right? Yeah, exactly. In the Utah County. That's where it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it's weird. It's such a weird. I'm glad that events are coming back up. I think that we we're facing a little bit of struggle here in the States. I know I am with like trying to get out to stuff because one, everything's far. You got to work. Gas is expensive. Flights are expensive. Accommodations are expensive. It's like, man, it just you could drop easily a grand going to one of these things. Uh, Without question, I think that even the cost of everything, Josh, even in the UK here, it's it's went up, you know, because fuel prices, all of that as well went through the roof. Um, So I would have been booking travel and stuff for a competition in 2019. It would have been X amount of pounds. But now it seems to be like almost two or three times that now. I don't, I don't know what happens. That's across the board. But, we saw that with uh, organizing our event here. Um, you know, just price of everything. Price of everything went up. I mean, yeah. and it, like infrastructure stuff. You know, we need fence to fence in the place. We need generators to run the stage and sound. Mm. And everyone's just like, yeah, like it's going to be double. And you're like, what? How's it double? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you haven't done anything you haven't done any events for two years like are you gonna try to make it up on me in one year <laughs> yeah i think there's a lot of that a lot of companies are trying to gain back some ground that they lost and as a result the prices have just went yeah. through the roof i am i'm fairly excited i think what what very likely is gonna be my only competition event uh this year is i'm going to chicago Oh, nice. So I'm very excited about that. I've never been to the Chicago games. I hear amazing things, and I hear that there's just going to be an absolutely bonkers number of bands in attendance. Mm. Um, I was talking to Beer Boy. I'm actually going to be going to play with his band. Uh, And, you know, and uh, just grade five ringer status. And uh, the Oklahoma Fire guys? Yeah, Oklahoma Fire. And he's he's like, yeah, like, uh, I think there's like 15 grade five bands. I'm like, holy shit. Wow, that's a big grid. Yeah, holy crap! So there's gonna be it's gonna be service band central man. You see a lot of fucking yellow flashes out there. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but so it's gonna be nice because that's like a 
Well, and it's uh, central. part of some of the majors we have here. I mean, know? it's central okay, enough yeah, to where I'm going to get to see a lot of people that I don't normally see because, you know, they're on the East Coast. So, like, I'll see the Chicago band boys. I'll see, I'll probably see the Wake boys. Yeah. So, that's enough. I, I wonder if the administrators might decide to split the competition in half and have two sets of awards. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. I hear great things about the Chicago game, so I'm, like, I'm kind of in... Uh, I've got like four hats I got to wear, right? Because I got to play and I'm only going to be there Saturday. I don't think I'm going to be there Sunday because there's only grade five contest on Saturday. So that's just mm-hmm. one day only for grade five. Uh, and I'm just like, okay, so I got to go play. Um, I got to do some kind of chanter rant video. You know how we do the travel videos of just yes. us being jackasses when we're Those out and about. brilliant, by the way. So yeah. I got to do something <laughs> like that. Um, I got to record all the contests for uh, my audition tape for Big Rab Show TV, obviously. Um, and then... Oh, hi. Hey, hey. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I'm also kind of interested in seeing if I can uh, score some time with some of the organizers and just shoot the shit. Because one of the things I notice is uh, organizers don't really talk to each other that much, which is kind of crazy to me. Because, mm. you know, yeah. most of the time we're all volunteers and it's they're massive events to try to put on. So... You would think uh, mm. sharing best practices would be a priority. Yeah, for sure. But everybody plays it close to the chest. I rem- <laughs> uh, not to not to shit talk another event uh, terribly because I try not to punch down on people. But uh, I remember one year right after Vegas, uh, like the weekend after, I went to uh, Woodland Games here in Sacramento, right outside of Sacramento. Because I had some friends that were playing in bands there, like in the performing uh, main stage bands. And, you know, I was like, ah, like I could use a I could use a little bit of a vacay and I hear good things about it. I'm going to go check it out. I'm just going to drive down. Uh, I took a tent for the Vegas game. So we didn't even have our dates for the next year yet. We just held the event the weekend before. And they were like kind of kind of mean. They were kind of rude. <laughs> and they're like, well, I don't know what you're doing here. Like you're here to steal our vendors and clans for your event and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Really? I'm like, dude. Because they can't do both events. You know that once a vendor or a clan has done one event, they don't do any more for the rest of the Yeah, exactly. They definitely don't travel all around every event like fucking carnies. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm just i'm just like uh i was like nah man like i'm just here to hang out like i don't have flyers i don't have dates for my event like i'm just hanging out I'm like you do realize that we're not in competition with each other like at all like unless we're on the same weekend and even then we're not really competing for anything except for maybe like pipe bands yeah yeah because like all the people i'm like all the people that all the people that make me enough money at the event to do it again are paying $20 at the gate to get in and they all live in Las Vegas already. Like nobody's driving from Sacramento seven hours to Las Vegas to come to my Highland games unless they're a competitor. Yeah. Joe Schmo trying to take his kids out for the day. ain't going to make that, that trip. Right. (laughs) The attitude that there's a limited amount of success in the world seems to be. Yeah. And it's uh, crazy. And then you get some, I mean like a lot of the SoCal organizers are really cool. Cause they'll, you know, if they find out we're coming to one of their events, they'll be like, Oh, like we should, you know, hang out and like get a drink and like talk shop for a bit. I'm like, yeah, like no worries. I have no secrets. By the time you're able to emulate something that I'm doing successfully, I've already come up with a different way to do it. So like there's, there you, no, you know, they're from SoCal. So they're cool. Might as well spread the, spread the knowledge and spread <laughs> the love, man. We all <laughs> rising tide helps all ships. Absolutely. Like, uh, it's the same could be said for the piping scene. You know, other bands help other bands. Other associations help other associations. Uh, it, it makes sense that events help each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every, bands are great. I, bands I are great about it because bands will be like from like the first tuning stage 
up until they're walking out of the circle because they and they finish their set, they're gonna be like, "We're gonna kill all you motherfuckers! Like you're going down." <laughs> and this, and so it's like there's like twenty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes of the entire <clears throat> event where we're like, "All right, we're gonna kill each other," and then the rest of the time we're like, "How'd you do, man?" <laughs> yeah, best man. Like, yeah. do you need me to hold your water? <laughs> like, are you good? Did you guys get? You need me to send you the pictures I got? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I took from Stone Mountain. I've never seen it happen here in the UK. But uh, there was a band, I can't remember who it was, they were churning, tuning up, and this guy was having serious problems with his, his bottom hand, his chanter was off. Oof. And no matter what he did, it just wouldn't fix. And I seen a guy going, he took his own chanter out, he ran over and says, here, play mine. Yep. And th- two different bands. Oh, I bet, and the, I was like, I bet the pipe the major loved that. My, my head was blown, man. I had to, like, I don't know, I was nudging Winston beside me, the guy I was with. I said, that guy just gave that guy his chanter and he just walked into the circle and played it. I thought, I thought, and the pair of us stood there just... <laughs> just flabbergasted. Like completely amazed. And then he well, took it out and before he handed it back, just took the reed and, uh, and just bit it in half. I bit it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help, chump. Uh, See you yeah. in last. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Wow. It's incredible to see such support between bands, though. Do you know what I mean? And, and I mean, yeah, I and the amazing support the between bagpiping podcasts, obviously. Uh, you know, obviously, really, <laughs> obviously, in, exactly. in so many ways, we are leading the way toward world peace here today. Here so today, let's just congratulate each other right now. <laughs> I would, I would, I would just like it to go on the record too. For if somebody asks me later, uh, "Hey, why aren't the up to the line guys on this?" Uh, I didn't invite them. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because we're looking for them. The police have been <laughs> Yeah, they've disappeared. We're doing all we can. <laughs> no, we, we definitely got to try to get the, uh, God, what, what do we call it? The big Grace Note rant? Try to get that going again. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll have to, that That's was the so only reason fun. that I started my podcast. In fact, now that I've joined you, wanted you here, that invite. Josh, I'm actually... I'm going to shut it down today. This is what I've been going for all along. So when, when is the Mission end? accomplished. When, that, hey. That's the next question. When is the end, guys? When when are we done? When have we beaten this horse uh, to death? Uh, I mean, Rab, uh, I, I think you're going to be doing like episode 1,000. You're going to be 90 years old. And there'll be a, there'll <laughs> be a hologram. At the moment, man. It'll be the hologram. Big yeah. Rab show. <laughs> <laughs> do this do uh, that Futurama style uh, rat's head in a, in a fish tank just a head in a jar yeah that would be me years from now. well yeah. I think I think that <laughs> as far as longevity because I've thought about this obviously with our show even uh, as far as longevity is concerned I think rap's got a bit of an advantage because the format right like the format is very news updates as long as there's shit going yeah. on I mean you were kind of fucked for like two years Two years was but a bit of a pull. Yeah, still, yeah. I still like still made good shows during that time, though. Yeah, I mean, I was yeah, got some real good interviews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was that was two years of every bagpiping with no events of every bagpiping podcaster just being like, "How far up my asshole can I reach to pull out a show today?" Because <laughs> I got today there was nothing. a few meetings brainstorming ideas right guys anybody anything at all here we can bring this week <laughs> yeah what, what have you guys been watching That's on it. netflix exactly there was moments <laughs> like that yeah uh, you see the latest marvel movie was there a piper in it i don't know <laughs> now see and i also think that there's some interesting like one i think rab's rab's got longevity due to uh being very much immersed because you're right there you know it's on your back door and there's shit there's piping in the middle shit of it, yeah. every fucking week 
where you're at. True. For us, yeah. I think we had a we face a few more issues with like coverage of events because one, you just can't afford, fucking afford to go to everything. Everything's too goddamn far away. That's it. Yeah. I mean, the Patreon helps with that a little bit. Like that was the whole impetus mm. behind us starting the Patreon account was so that we could, you know, occasionally afford a Spirit Airlines flight to go make a shitty video about an <laughs> event. There you go. <laughs> We're flying with like, you know, I've got my, <laughs> I've got my like kilts, wearing my kilts underneath all my other clothes because I couldn't afford to get a carry on. <laughs> couldn't check a bug. Yeah, so, they're yeah, charging you for, they're the charging pain. you for yeah. like the oxygen mask come down, deploys, and then you have to like put a quarter in <laughs> to use it. Right. <laughs> oh, prison yeah, bus of the, good old Allegiant, you know, the prison bus of the sky. <laughs> yeah I, I always bring my own bag of oxygen just in case just in case yeah you never know <laughs> what, what's that ziploc bag don't worry about it <laughs> i saw i saw the fucking thing um and it like it kind of blew my mind uh at, i think it was at like walgreens here in town i was like going to get uh like a, you know like a monster or something because i have a huge caffeine addiction and they had uh oxygen like a little spray oxygen thing at the Walgreens. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, what? That is so sus to me. Like, because <laughs> even. Spray air. Yeah, because like when I was. Well, and like, you got to be really careful. Like, if it's not medical grade, you're going to fuck yourself up. Like, there's <laughs> a big deal. Uh, Spaceballs. You remember Spaceballs? Yeah, like, yeah. Cracking the cans mm. of air. Yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. kind of like that. I'm like, <laughs> is it for. I'm assuming it's for like hungover people because it's Vegas, right? So everything in the everything in the drug stores for, is for hangovers here. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't yeah. know if you do this, uh, Rad. No. We actually have a burgeoning side industry, especially like down towards the strip where like a lot of the big casino hotels are, where they'll mm-hmm. come by in like a bus, like a party bus to pick you up, and they'll freaking o- put an oxygen mask on you and run an IV on you to like cure your hangover. <laughs> no. True true story. Wow. That's another <laughs> level triage. there. Yeah, it's like if yeah. you if you need if you need fluids if you need intravenous <laughs> fluids, you may have gone a little too hard the night before. I, I was just about to say you have to be pretty desperate to want to do that. Here it's just like it's copious amounts of fried food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just need just, <laughs> they just need uh, just cholesterol medication. Buses. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Buses that'll pump your stomach and pull some lipo or something yeah, on like, you. Here's here's yeah. your uh, here's your fried chippy and here's your blood thinners. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. So I'm just saying, you know, if we're if we're gonna get if we're getting out of the podcast business, guys, and we're trying to uh, get into some kind of profitable scheme, all we got to do is set up tents at the Highland Games on Sunday with IVs. Yeah, like here's your here's yeah. your IV Recovery and here's tents. your uh, you know, I mean, could you imagine if you if you had one of those tents up for the uh, Friday morning after Thursday at Todd's bar at the Worlds? Oh man, it'd be rampacked. You'd so make a you'd make a killing. <laughs> you would absolutely. Yeah, the Friday at the Worlds is supposed to be the most important, but it's also the day where everyone's dying. Everyone's in pain. <laughs> You could you could pre-sell package deals to bands who want to who want to clean up their players before they go into the circle. You know, all right, here's your half hour slot. Uh, yes, we've got the uh, we've got the official Big Rab Show sponsored unfuck yourself tent at the uh, World Pipe Band Championships. It offers well, it offers sure. oxygen, <laughs> oxygen, yeah. uh, I you know liquid uh, IV. You have IVs hung to get you hydrated again. Uh, the tenor drummers yep. will have Plan B there that you can buy because you probably <laughs> oh, no. you probably didn't use correct protection the night before. 
Oh, yeah. This is perfect, oh, man. man. I, it's like, is this the first aid it. tent? Well, sort of. It sort of is. <laughs> kind of. More important. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. The, the Friday at the World Championships, that there's just so many sullen looking people. Even if the sun's shining, there's just so many people like dying. I, I the, was bright eyed and bushy tailed. <laughs> I got a good night's sleep. Really? I had up, had a little breakfast. Wow. Clean living, huh? No, man. We've been out, but like we were, ugh, man, I was freaking done. I was so tired. And so like we went out to a couple bars, super sketchy Glasgow bars. So we did Todd's and then we were like walking around, me and some of the Breast, like basically just apparently trying to get ourselves stat. Oh, great. Yeah. And so I got I got back to, I lost Fusco. Fusco was gone. He 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 absconded to uh, some dorm room to, to take his oh, pants right. off. Oh, right. I remember that story. Yeah. I remember the story. I lost, yeah. I lost mm-hmm. him and I was like, nah, he'll be fine. Uh, I'm not thinking about the fact that we're in a strange city and he's got the, you know, he's got the navigational ability maybe only superior to MLK. Because uh, MLK can get lost in a fucking parking lot. <laughs> she, she could get lost uh, in her own house. Oh, poor MLK. <laughs> but yeah, poor Sco. So yeah. like I get in, I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's like, it's like one o'clock, two o'clock. He's not home yet, but I'm just going to, yeah, I had some beer in the room, had a quick beer, watched some TV, went to bed, got up, got showered, you know, got my uniform all ready to go. I'm like, mm, I'm going to look nice today. I'm going to look good and sound good. You're all set. Nice. Yeah. There and then I think we were literally getting on the bus when we see his ass like running down the street towards the hotel and Jason just looking at him like I'm gonna fucking kill you uh, that's it but the Thursday night's party night you know because everyone tries to say stay sensible on Friday because Saturday's the main finals day yeah so Friday is it's the day when you're hanging like a bat yeah I think Friday yep. all we did because we were uh, 3A or 3B I don't remember but we were great three, so we didn't have to compete. We just we were doing practice uh, on Friday, yeah. and then we and we go so to watch we go to basically. watch the grade ones do the qualifiers. Yeah, yeah, that's super that's fun it. watching those guys. Those guys uh, you do not see out on Thursday because they no <laughs> no not at all because they would yeah. be absolutely murdered. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> so no, that's it. They they stay pretty sensible. Yeah, and then hit the field on Friday, and I I don't know how I'm going to feel about stepping out, out on that grass this year. In the worlds, I was emotional at Banger. I was like a you know a big Jesse or whatever. But hearing those bands again, man, honestly, it was emotional. And I'm thinking, am I going to be able to handle Glasgow? You know, take if a, I go to the, the worlds a, and yeah, take a pack of tissues with you along with all your other stuff. I think so. You start crying. Huh? It's going to be I want, something else. I want someone yeah. to send me when they catch the crying rap. We're making that into a meme. Yeah, <laughs> that's the challenge. The crying Rab crying, for yeah. sure. Uh, so Rab, um, you've had you've yes, had sir. some uh, interest, and, and I only I'm only picking on Rab because I have to catch up on droning on a bit. I'm I'm a bit behind there, uh, buddy. But uh, I'm not offended. You got uh, you got some friggin' hate mail that you were talking about. I know you're going to probably mention <laughs> it on your show, but if you want to be able to talk yeah. about it while saying "fuck," here's an opportunity. <laughs> We have had some, to put it politely, some fucking idiots emailing us <laughs> over the past three or four weeks um, over the duration of the show. Now, I've, lo- I've learned over the years to call it the duration of the show because if I call it the length, then Josh, he clips it and then uses it in the show. <laughs> um, you know I will, so, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, but look so on the bright the duration. side. All, yeah. all of the women that Rab has been with... Did not have to complain about the duration. You know what I'm saying? 
There you go. Never had any complaints. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there's been some folks saying uh, there's not enough news stories. Some people saying there's way too many. Rab, shut up. We want to get to the topic. Uh, I know Fusco himself famously fast forwards through all the news and stuff and <laughs> gets does. to the topic. <laughs> that's that's the thing that I can never understand, Rab. Like, why are these why are these people complaining about getting more of what they love? And do they not understand that there are there are multiple options, a hundred percent within their own control, yeah. to fast forward, yes. play it at double time, pause it, and come back to it later? Like. You can do this by yourself. Yeah, you don't have to absolutely. have Rab Taylor make the show just yeah. for you. I know. Yeah. Do you know what the guys in the team do to kind of take the piss out of me some weeks is they play it at half speed and I sound really drunk. <laughs> you <laughs> could do like, that on YouTube videos too. It's yeah. really funny. It's funny as hell. So yeah, they send me clips of it every now and again. Rob, are you drinking this week? No. And then they play it at half speed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's it. We've got hate for it being too long, something not and too short. You can clip that, Josh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're getting complaints about missing stories out. And then we're getting complaints because there's too many stories in it. And so you're, you're damned if you do, just you're damned if you don't. <laughs> See, you got to do like us, yeah. man. Just don't try. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get to that point where there'll be a podcast going, right, you bloody do it then. Yeah, I, 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 we used to get those. <laughs> Especially yeah. early on, early on in the Chanarant days, before we'd kind of established uh, the tone of like, we don't give a shit what you think. Like, mm. we'd get a lot of people with like suggestions, and, I'm, and I would just be like, nah, go fuck yourself. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. What? <laughs> I was like, nah, well, I'm good. <laughs> That's because, yeah, you know, anybody who is going to write to you and say, here's how you should do your thing is used to doing that. Like, at every restaurant they go to, yep. do at every department store they go to, they, they write yeah. a, a, like a review, right? And they assume that people are getting that and reading it going, oh, my goodness, what excellent feedback. Let's change our entire company policy based on what this person says. Right. And so then if you respond to them like that, it's shocking. Well, and we, yeah, like we already know what you want to do. We get that with the event a lot, yeah. too, because I deal with a lot of the customer service stuff oh, for sure. the event. Hmm. And like one of the things I often tell people, and the thing that always fucking shuts people down immediately is they'll be like, well, I just think it would be better if we did blah, 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 blah at the Highland Games. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. You should volunteer. Uh, that's a good one. And like, well, I just uh, the, uh, 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 message unsent, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> welcome to the yeah. party, pal. We got a lot of comments about how hot it is. <laughs> you, oh, no, yeah. The only times, <laughs> the only times we've gotten heat complaints, and this is the funniest fucking thing in the world. So we used to travel more with like our promo tent to like make sure people knew the dates and like talk to the bands and you know just like hey, like we're we're doing the event. Here's the dates. Back before we were more a tech savvy organization, mm. um, so we'd like put the tent up in like you know Arizona events or California events, hand out flyers, and without fail, every time that we went to Pleasanton, California, which is uh, it's uh, Labor Day weekend. People would come up to our tent. Mind you, the plus is the Highland Games. It's like 110 fucking degrees every year. <laughs> it is brutal. Yeah. Mm. And so we're all sitting there dying and the bands are dying and everyone's fucking dying in the sun. And they'll be like, huh, Highland Games in Vegas in April. But isn't it hot? Like, no, not compared to this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's going to be like 80 degrees. <laughs> like dry. Yeah. It's like I'm, fr- I'm from the okay. desert and I'm sweating my dick off here right now. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, nobody complains about go. hot, but there's always something. They're like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't bring my dog. And it's like, yes, you did. Like, come on, this is not going to work on me. But with the podcast, it's a little nicer because we're not a, you know, you have to put on a different kind of customer service tone when you're the head of the 501c3 that's running the event because it's a little more public. Yeah. The podcast, you can just tell go. people to go fuck themselves. We don't negotiate with terrorists here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, we are the oh. terror. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There has been occasion where people have suggested interviews and said, Rob, can you go and interview this guy? Is it? Yeah, great. Send him an email telling me you want to talk to him and mm-hmm. then you can do the groundwork and line it up for us. And of course, nothing ever happens. Never ever comes back. Um, and then also recently, obviously, now we've started filming things. The com- common complaints, oh, you didn't film my wee Jimmy. He was playing in this band. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, right, we've got one guy, one yeah, camera. Exactly. If you want to help us film wee Jimmy, then go for it. Yeah, we cannot. We cannot be everywhere at once. I don't know. I don't know if people realize exactly. this, but we're all uh, not being paid, and often we are paying to be here. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've had to book, book tickets for all the events. Yeah, <laughs> it's just as yeah, well. Even it. when you look at something like covering, so let's say you know we have a we have a little bit less of a challenge if we're covering uh, piping contests, right? Because they're all going to go back to back to back to back to back to back. I still, you're standing out in the freaking sun for four hours recording. I mean, there's a lot of bands at these things. Most piping contests yep. run two, three hours. At Absolutely. And then simultaneously, while well, the pipe, I mean, you guys have a little bit more yeah. of a problem. Yeah, I'd say tomorrow. But yeah, you guys have a little bit more of a problem over there because there's multiple grades competing simultaneously often and drum majors competing simultaneously yeah. like at least for us because all at the one time because of the like kind of it's kind of cost prohibitive to do that because you have to have so many judges and judges are just damn expensive man i mean they're worth it but they're expensive mm. so a lot of the events in the states they're not going to do everything at the, at once the only thing that it may have yeah pipe man running at the same time as drum majors sometimes but a lot of the times it's going to be all your soloists in the morning Mass bands, all of your bands in the afternoon, mm-hmm. mass bands, you're done. So in theory, one dude with a camera can get almost all of it. Yeah, at one arena. Yeah, well, that's it. In Cookstown, we've got three, I think, this weekend, plus drum majors. So we've got three different rings going all at one time from about 11 a.m. through to about 5, 6 p.m., something Fuck. like that. Yeah, so, so even, if you have all the, even if you have all the cameras, you still need somebody to stay in there. That's it, man. Indeed. And, you know, the call of nature does eventually happen and you're not going to stand there and just piss in your shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So so if you're listening to this <laughs> and uh, you, if, you, if you're writing into Rab bitching that he didn't cover Wee Jimmy, uh, you should become a Patreon on Rab's. Then, uh, you know, throw them some cash so they can buy more gear. There you go. We're going to get, them, we're gonna get you guys all kitted up, you know, have like your little GoPros. We'll get you like your little in-ear radios and like... <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? This yeah. is uh, this is big dick player to Golden Eagle. Golden Eagle, are you on the third <laughs> air arena? Great threes are starting in five. Big dick player. Uh, there's a problem at the portaloo. Yeah. <laughs> we need bog rolls. Stop. Fusco had Indian last <laughs> night. He's locked the door. <laughs> uh, I'm still hearing that story. You know about Mora about oh, whenever man. he had the. The emergency situation, let's say. It was pretty funny. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm I'm very excited for Chicago because that's honestly, that might be the only fucking thing I do this year. 
Am uh, I remembering right, Josh? That's good. where your girlfriend's from. Does, does your girlfriend have family in Chicago or something? Yep, yep. So we're gonna do the games. I'm gonna be rolling with the uh, OK Fire Boys Friday, so we can get like rehearsal and get shit calibrated and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And then I don't want, I don't want her family, her and her family, have to get to the games at fucking like nine o'clock in the morning. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you can you can just show up at a leisurely pace. Like I'll roll with them, get there. Do the whole day Saturday, and then uh, yeah, then I'm gonna go freaking rage in Chicago Saturday night with her cousins oh. and stuff. Josh, nice. not that you need more to add to your Chicago trip, but you remember Amon, the guy who made like the the Toto Africa bagpipe cover? Yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah. So I did an interview with him. He lives in Chicago now. Ooh, mm-hmm. I wonder so. if he's gonna be at the event. I, he may well be because he just he just started playing with an Irish pipe band there in Chicago. So oh, I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach out to him. I might have to. I'll hit you up after to get his contact info because that guy that yeah, guy seems my, hilarious. My I haven't listened to the episode yet either, but he seemed really cool. He's a very cool guy. Oh, actually, that that reminds me, Rab. He's got a beef to pick with you about your your idea where the uh, taters. What is it? Onion and cheese chips taste best from, or something like that? Oh yeah. Oh, the tato. Yeah, tato crisps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a common. I kind of lived off here. those for a little yeah. while. They are kind of, yeah. <laughs> I have to agree. It's maybe one of the only edible things here. Yeah, it's 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 like many many a Tesco <laughs> trip just to get Tato's and Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> which a was simple diet. <laughs> it was always difficult because like we stood out. Both. Both. You immediately stand out as an American <laughs> in Northern Ireland or in Scotland when I'm like, as I was just ordering Guinness and whiskey, and I'm like, oh, like this is what I like to drink. I'm assuming everyone likes to. No, they all like fruity cocktails and shit. Everybody's like, oh, can I get a gin fizz? Strange I'm like, what? That's a bit of a new. <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. I've been drinking Guinness since I was like, uh, probably the age I shouldn't have been drinking Guinness, but there you go. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I was an old mom before my time, I suppose. <laughs> That's surprising to me as a, as a person who's not super plugged into drinking culture anyway. Still, it seems to me like uh, spirits and Guinness should be the only like potable liquid in Ireland, right? Like even the water is <laughs> questionable, go. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, did, I, did buy, uh, I did buy bottled water. Well, that's why that's why tea's so popular, right? Because you boil the water beforehand, so you're yeah. less you're less likely to get dysentery. <laughs> Or or you drink the Guinness uh, to to you know harden everything in the stomach up so you you don't have uh, just absolute liquid diarrhea, just binding it all together. Cut <laughs> turf. Yep. Well, boys, I gotta say this has been mm. a goddamn hoot. I love catching up with you guys, and I don't feel like we talk enough. No, absolutely, Josh. What, yeah, your, yeah. what happened to us? What happened to us, guys? You know. <laughs> that's it well uh, you guys are thundering towards is it episode 200 now you are heading towards yeah so right? we have so this is uh when this comes out in two months uh it will be episode 193 <laughs> um wow so we're seven go. we're seven episodes away and we do we have been working on that luckily we have we don't have a big team unfortunately it's mostly just me and sco but we do have uh mlk helping us out and we're looking hmm. at doing something stupid because it's us Nice. So, yeah, of course, it has to be. Less. Yeah, so we're yeah. trying We're trying to get a date locked down probably in July is what we're looking at. Um, and, you I know, see. if we're actually at 200 by then, we'll see. But the plan, the current tentative plan is we're going to invite kind of everybody that's close 
to come down. Uh, we're going to get like an Airbnb party house and pro- with a pool and probably record from there and then just uh, do dumb shit for it's going to it's going to be it's going to be uh, biblical. <laughs> and not the good parts, <laughs> not the wholesome parts Sodom of the Bible. And Gomorrah yeah, it's going to be the, it's going to be those parts. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the parts yeah, of the Bible. <laughs> there's. It's gonna be the parts uh, of the like, Bible like where so they uh, many people. they tell you that you can't eat fish, but you like, can go ahead and fuck your cousins. <laughs> Early Old Testament kind of biblical. Yeah. There you go. You have to bring back Fast Eddie, uh, Cahill's Corner. You have to bring back the Dominatrix as well. Yeah, she was yeah, awesome. I'm gonna probably be there. Um, and then we're probably yeah, gonna th- put th- some th- calls out to. We're gonna try to get people to send us little Happy Episode 200 stuff. We'll put together some kind of a montage. Yeah. Well, yeah, shop so, callers for everyone. Everybody, oh, yeah, shop absolutely. Door. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll have a. It'll be like a swingers party where you don't know who has your remote. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. At, at the risk of being one of those guys who writes in to tell you what to do, Josh, um, if you take episode two hundred and release it in a series of thirty-second clips you could immediately overtake <laughs> the big rab show and hit 300 before they do. That's true. Yeah. There you go. It's probably going to be like a three hour Good show. <laughs> well, in our episode, our episode 100 was such a clusterfuck. Uh, I mean, in the best way, like it was, it was crazy amounts of fun. It's great though. Yeah. But it was such a clusterfuck. Like one, we, we made, especially me, me more than Fusco, uh, made the tactical error of showing up to the venue to start setting up all the AV stuff. Barely fucking intoxicated. <laughs> I, I had like a long night the night before because nice. we had people in town and I was like, all right, like I'm kind of hanging. I'm going to have a couple bevs this morning to tr- like unfuck myself before I have to do this show. And by the time we get to the venue, I'm like, so I think I can figure out how to hook everything up, but I'm definitely <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Oh, and we were like we were like supposed to open the show like bagpiping in and like I'm like trying to tune my pipes and stuff and Fusco's looking at me I was like I'm fucked like there's no way I was like I just need my sunglasses and a microphone that's gonna be about the extent of what I can do today so this time hey, around yo. I'm gonna try to not be oh, drunk before iconic, the though. show starts but yeah we got Save some it, okay. we got some bits planned yep. uh you know once once fusco is no longer deathly ill we'll uh get back to planning and we're gonna try to let everybody know with enough lead time to where like if any of the people that came for celtic thanksgiving if they want to come down and hang out because i don't know if we're gonna get to do a concert again this year because i said we don't have a lot of players so this might be a good time to get people yeah. to come hang out and you know drink some beers and trash an airbnb and uh go bankrupt and then uh <laughs> then then move on there will be correspondence on other shows We'll do we'll do chain rant once a year. There you go. So, Jim, what about yourself, man? Have you got anything planned then for the future for your own pod, man? Oh, just still talking to nice people. That's that's really it. the 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 pace at which I'm moving, I think I I wouldn't hit triple digit episodes for another like three two two year two years. So I'm taking it nice and easy. Ah, you will. Yeah how how does You'll your get how does your production schedule go? Or is it just kind of like whenever you feel like it and you got somebody interesting to talk to or I tend to do it in batches part, partly because I just wanted to keep it manageable, you know, so I'll have a run of, for five weeks in a row where I'm interviewing one or two people per Saturday. And then I edit mm-hmm. it all in, in a batch as well and, and just line it up for, uh, for future releases. So then like, you know, I, 
it, it helps it helps because you know i'm sure you guys both can relate to this that like after you've done a few weekends or a few shows you kind of start to get sick of it and it feels like a chore you know yep so every it, week it sets it up in like <laughs> so yeah like i have yeah. a lot of uh, sympathy for you rab so the way that i've got it set up I, it's very cyclical so i get a break from interviews and i do a bunch of post work and then i get sick of post work and i'm excited for interviews again and i do interviews so it ends up kind there of in matches like that i do work on a similar cycle but mine just goes a hell of a lot quicker um i yeah. interview friday saturday i edit monday tuesday pod on the wednesday prep on thursday interview friday saturday just keeps going Back around in that big circle well, and, you're, and you're doing more than yep. one show i mean that's another thing that i don't know that people fully yeah. realize is you're doing the fuse show as well that's true yeah we're doing two hours worth of live radio every week sometimes it's great sometimes it's not so great <laughs> but it works yeah we, um, uh, we and then the bbc as well so we yeah, go, we go so, back and forth on it's all cool. an intense production schedule and then like oh fuck we haven't done anything in like three weeks shit yeah <laughs> I, i've imagined before rab that you might like get home for dinner and just like have like a, a a crude kind of sign language that you use because you're so sick of talking because you talk all day for work <laughs> like, i'm done i'm done speaking i'm not going to use this anymore <laughs> Uh, I, I did get to the point where I was talking about bands and pipers and all that sort of stuff uh, in the house all the time. And my missus now has this right. I'm allowing you maybe a couple of hours of it to get it out of your head. But after that, shut the hell up and let's talk about something else. <laughs> yep. You know? Yeah, I get that with game stuff. Yeah, I, we don't need to know who has an album out this week, Grab, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, well. Well, gentlemen, I it's very much things. appreciate y'all taking the time. Uh, I would like to give uh, either or both of you the last word. You want to start, Jim? Uh, here's to here's to uh, doing whatever we want for a really long time, forever. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I like that. That's that's perfect there. Yeah. So now, if anything, for me, I think it's just magical that we have the music back again. You know, and as much as I am a big Jesse about getting emotional about it, it is an emotional thing because we've had two years of feck all and now it's all back. It's nearly overwhelming, you know, so get out there. Enjoy it, folks. Fantastic. And to close, um, since they're in the chat right now, we're going to do a quick final round of Mary Fuck Kill. Uh, oh, yes. The options based on the chat. Here we go. Are Cobra, a.k.a. Hoinicky. Eric Evanhouse, the spooky clown, or Legend. our very own beer boy Brad. <gasps> oh, Brad! He gives amazing hugs, though. He, he mm. might he might uh, do more than hug you. Yeah, I'm going to need to think about this. Uh, sorry, we're starting with me, are we? I just kind of started talking. Who, who's ready? Sorry. Who's ready to go? <laughs> I'm ready, y'all ready. <laughs> oh, Jimbo's I, ready. I know, go, Jim. Go, for, go. For me, it would definitely be Eric number one because he's got a lifetime of fun in him. Oh, so you can marry, marry yeah. uh, Eric. Okay. Yep. Then beer boy Brad because I know he would know what he's doing. There you go. I'd trust okay. him. Okay, smart. Oh, man. Oh, poor Hoinicky. Yeah, sorry, Andrew, but I don't know him personally, and so, like, I think this Sorry, is I'm fair. shrugging. This is radio. I should, I should make it's my visual gag on the radio. <laughs> I'm doing the, uh, the, the Jim Halpert shrug. <laughs> Just Jim in the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, Rabbi, you've had some time. All right. I would marry Brad because I know his hugs are just amazing and I won't ever want to say cheerio to those. Uh, I'd probably F 
Eric, if Ooh, I'm honest. Okay. I think he'd be a tender lover. Okay, you know? I can see that. And unfortunately, I know, Cobra, you're way too talented, man, so you have to go. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm just going to, for the sake of diversity, uh, uh, and I'll explain. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to marry Beer Boy, obviously. Yes. Uh, it, <laughs> Beer Boy's in the chat. He says, this, this very, uh, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill is bear central. Yes, this is true. Uh, I'm going to marry Beer Boy. Uh, you know, I think that, I think we could have a nice, happy, uh, life together. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and uh, bang Hoinicky here, because um, you know I think you know right. the man. The man uh, he can't die in every one here. Uh, you know he's he's not the black guy no, in a no. horror movie. So so this is more out of sympathy than anything else. It's you a sympathy want, fuck. Yeah yeah yeah. Gotcha. He's getting a sympathy fuck. Yeah, but but it also and and you know this does mean I'm killing Eric. <laughs> but I've almost killed Eric before, quite unintentionally. Oh. So I, I don't feel like he would take it personally because uh, when they came down for the Celtic, story there. when they came down for the Celtic yeah. Thanksgiving concert, we had a little shindig at my house uh, the night before the show, mm-hmm. and he very nearly died. From well, uh, well, well, although I would say that's what a mix. It's not just me. Uh, Bethia also tried <laughs> to kill him. So. <laughs> Yeah, our, right. our, well, the good news there is even on the other side, he could still do his ghost podcast. Exactly. So. See now, see, it's the ultimate. Exactly. It's Never the ultimate role. <laughs> he got so into there ghost podcasting that he decided to become a ghost. He became a ghost. <laughs> become one. <laughs> that's that's fucking dedication uh, awesome. right there, guys. But uh, yeah, that's it what I'd go with. Yeah, no, we had we had a little party here, uh, and of course, being the fools that we are, we did it the night before the Celtic Thanksgiving concert. And uh, people mm. people were hurting, like we're we're at the venue, like people are throwing up in the parking lot, like before we oh, even no. before we even do sound check. Thea's oh, on, on the floor, like Eric didn't think he was gonna make it. He was like he's like I was throwing up to like three a.m. I honestly thought I was gonna have to cancel. Oh, wow, oh poor guy. Oh, <laughs> Fus- no. Fusco was dead. Fusco had to practice. Both Fusco and Isla were like trying to rehearse the duet bit they did, which I think we'll have videos coming out on that as soon as I get done editing them. Uh, mm, and cool. both of them looked like they were like he's playing pipes and she was playing guitar for a bit that they were working on for the show and this was during rehearsal the day of mm-hmm. and they were green they were I thought they were both going to throw up on the stage and I had my camera <laughs> I had my like, I was watching them rehearse and I'm like oh my god they're going to fu- they're going to fucking throw up on the stage during sound check oh. I have to capture this <laughs> this is gonna be and i was hurting too but i i was a little better off than everybody else i was hurting pretty bad but i just like sucked down some coffee and got it over with but yeah i'm just like sitting there I'm like oh my god if i get if if we're editing a vlog out of the celtic thanksgiving stuff and i get them throwing up on the stage i'm gonna cry i'm gonna be laughing so hard <laughs> i'll be on the floor right next to them and it'll be uh, uh, and then it'll just be like quick clean it up before the library's <laughs> <laughs> but gentlemen, Good I want to thank you very much wow. for taking time out of your evening or uh, midday for uh, Jimbo there. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me, guys. Uh, I adore you both. I can't wait to see you again in person. I'm, t- I'm going to try to make it up to Monterey. If you guys don't know, uh, Rabbi and the team are heading to the yes. Monterey Highland Games. Uh, that's in late, late yeah. July, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are indeed. The Monterey Games. Looking forward to that, actually. It's a bit of a, uh, it's a, bit of a scoop, and but all that fun. Yeah. Plus, it's a lot. It's a lot closer to go see you in California than it is to see you in North. 
That's that's fair. That's true. That's tr- yes. <laughs> Although with gas, the, <laughs> no, it might true. cost as much for gas as it does the plane ticket. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, true, uh, man, yeah. Anybody listening to the show, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 193 of the Chain Rant Podcast. Give both of these guys a shout and a follow. Check out their shows. Uh, they're both fantastic. I listen to them all the time. Thank it's you. the only way that I can pretend to know what's happening in the piping world. Because let's be real, I'm not paying attention most of the time. Or I'm drunk. So, cheers, everyone. Thanks, thanks for, for having turn- us on, man. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, man. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and play us out.